Hello and welcome back to the Florida Hockey Podcast. Justin Medford joined by Noah Russo and Jacob Barker this week. How you boys doing? Been better. <laughs> well, okay. Noah does have COVID right now. He looks, I have him on the screen right now. He looks like he's dying. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's not going well. Um, like, you yeah. could have just not showed up. Like, you didn't have to. I know, but I appreciate like, there's the commitment to the team. No, I respect the equipment, and you know this is a big episode because we got lots to talk about. Yeah, I did. I did have to push it back by an hour because I had to go on a walk and just like clear my head. Turns out it kind of had the negative effect. Yeah, <laughs> it was just an excruciating walk, but I made it. Um, yeah, no, I honestly I think that I think I can beat COVID in six games. Like six games. I don't think we'll, easy, we'll need easy. seven. I think I think I'll do like the Panthers. Um, like this against the Cavs, lose the first in like a pretty like kind of dramatic fashion, and then just kind of like ride the wave and just kind of clutch up at the end. Yeah, you always do. You always do. It's e- easy series. Jacob, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing well, Justin. I'm just uh, back in the Niagara region, living in the same place as you for about what thirty six more hours, roughly thirty six more hours. Flying out to Noah, go take care of him, and also do my job. Like yeah, yeah we're gonna we're gonna hit up a WHL conference final game. Should be good. We'll report back on Panthers prospect Justin Sordiff. Oh, can't wait for it. Can't wait for the live viewing of him. I'm sure he's gonna absolutely be electric. You always That's gotta always. get gotta get boots on the ground scouting, as Pierre Maguire says. Right? <laughs> we're, we're going to make a podcast trip. Justin Sordiff need a look. Yeah, just yeah, get, gotta get a look at him. Gotta report back. Uh, I test over everything as always, um, but uh, great episode we got. Uh, obviously, round one of the playoffs is over. Uh, some great series that we had, uh, but right out of the gate, what a fucking win for the Florida Panthers! Like, it was not and, looking um, great early in that series. I was gonna say, like, did you ever have doubts that, like, not doubts that, like, oh, like we might not like sweep them because that ended after first the first game like doubts that they would even win the series like was there like a point where you thought shit like we might not make it out uh no i mean like look at like there was i remember watching jacob was there we watched uh the first overtime game that they had Um, yeah game four and once they like there was maybe a little bit of doubt just because we've seen this team you know, we, in our lifetimes, we have never seen this team win a playoff round, right? This is true. And so there, there was some maybe doubt there because it's like we haven't seen it happen. Will it happen? Who knows? Um, but once they got that overtime win, I, I was pretty certain they were going to get it done, whether it was six or seven. Um, 
to me it was it was over after that game. Uh, yeah, like I don't know what I, I assume you guys did uh, bracket challenges. Like I took Florida in five. Like them winning in six isn't that, that big of a surprise. Like we knew that we knew Washington was probably. I, I don't know if you guys chose the sweep at all, but we knew no. they were gonna like. We, we knew Washington was going to show up a decent amount. No, like I never thought this was going to be an easy series by any exactly. imagination. And I think anyone that did was just not respecting the Washington Capitals enough. Right. Um, because they're still a good team. Like they have great players and they have that playoff experience. And that experience I think showed through in this matchup, right? I think it that experience did. and the play of Samsonov were the reasons they, they were able to get it to six. Um, but the Panthers just too much firepower, right? Uh, you can't you can't shut everyone down, and I mean, what a series from Carter Verhage, who I feel kind of bad because we haven't talked that much about Carter Verhage this year. Like we talked about him a lot last year because he kind of broke out, but kind of an underrated under the radar year he had this year. But so far, I mean, he's on he's been the best Panthers player so far in the playoffs. It's insane. I didn't see that. I like, I love Carter Verhage and like, he's obviously like he's earned that contract. that's going to kick in next season, but I can't say I was expecting this to kind of performance out of him. No, like it. Yeah. He had a great regular season again, um, but it's come out in the playoffs and the two overtime goals. I mean, when he got the one to, to, to win this series, I was like, there's no way he, I didn't think he could do it again. And he did it again. Yeah. It was electric. Like, He's that that's like a big advantage of the Panthers. They they fly under the radar with those kind of guys. Like we all know Huberto, we all know Barkov, you know, we all know those guys. But then you've got like the secondary like aspect, not even like even a little, I'd say lower than Reinhardt and Bennett on like the perceive the perception of those players. And I think that's that's how like guys like Verhage can succeed is that there's so many better, not better, but just like more on the radar players than him, that he can just do his thing. Yeah, and I mean he did it all for them in this series. Um, like in my mind, I watched a good amount of every series uh, from that first round. I don't think there was a single player on any team other than maybe Jake Ottinger for the Dallas Stars who was as big a part of their team winning a series. With the exception of McDavid. McDavid was good. McDavid was also really I, good. And I think that even though they lost the series, yes, Ottinger and Pavelski. Yeah. Pavelski both. came up really big for Dallas. Like, it yeah. was basically those two. But it's in a losing effort. So, like, but OT McDavid, game seven. McDavid, yeah. McDavid was huge for the Oilers. I, I mean, mean, his dry titles banged up. But who else? Who else in McDavid to, but I think to you expect that from Connor McDavid. Like, I would be disappointed if he didn't carry that team on his back. That's kind of what he does. Absolutely. Well, if you, like, you're the Capitals. Like, you guys said, like, you're, you got to pick your poison when you're defending a team this deep. And, like, you're, you look at the top six, like, even Barkov, Huberto, these guys, Reinhardt Bennett, uh, Claude Giroux, big addition. Like, it leaves guys like Anton Lindell, Mason Marchment, Carter Verhage. Like guys that can kind of step up into these roles to just really succeed because like it's tough for teams to keep up when you've when Florida's consistently sending out nine plus threats all the time up front. Well, yeah, and like they had like they had some injuries in this series too. Like Verhey got banged up on the day off. Marchman's been out, 
right? And guys get banged up and you're still just so deep that like it's still overwhelming for another team. Uh, my one kind of question for you, Jacob, though, is what did you think of Anthony DeClaire, healthy scratch, the former Ottawa Senator? See, I don't mind it in this context. I love Duke. Um, I think he's been amazing in Florida. I don't think it is something that Panthers fans should be concerned about long-term. He should be back in the lineup game one. What what Brunette said today, like if he said, like we wanted more out of like declare um, if he put, if he keeps skating like the way he was skating in practice today, then he's going to be back in the lineup. Exactly. Right. So sometimes it just takes in a playoff moment like this, when you're playing against an experienced team, like the Capitals, you got to look at your matchups and say, if Duke's not getting it done for you, he's not getting it done for you in this matchup, right? He's going to get another look right away against Tampa. Who he's, he's played this team lots. He knows what they're like. Um, I don't, I don't mind that statement. I don't think Duclair would mind it a lot. Either. Like, obviously I'm sure he wants to play and he's a little bit yeah. pissed off, but like he's going to rebound fine. I'm not too concerned about it. No, I do think it's a ballsy move to bench him in a for sure. series. Yeah, yeah for sure. I think it's a lot of guts to bench a guy who scored 30 for you in the regular season. And like, I think the, like, I think it's fully warranted. Like he wasn't doing anything in this series when you're already missing, you know, one of your, you know, top three line wingers and Mason Marchment to, to take Anthony declare out of the lineup. And like other guys have been good too. Like Maxine Mammon's been, been good too. Coming I was going to say like, remind me which game Duclair was out. The one they won the, the game six game six, but Mammon came in game five. Yeah, he, I think he came in from... And you want to know what? When you have guys like Mammon, who can... I don't think he appeared on the stat sheet, but his impact was noticeable from the first shift he had he in had a Florida game. during game five. Yeah. And like, I think, he's, he's built for playoffs. Yeah, and that's the luxury of the depth is, like, if you don't have, you know, a deep forward group, you'd have a tough time trying to send them that message to a player. But that's a strong message to send. I think Anthony DeClaire is going to bounce back from it. And I think he matches up better against Tampa Bay... Uh, too, just because he is that kind of speed player, and Tampa maybe plays a bit more open than Washington. Like Washington was playing a really tight checking yeah. game, and you want to know what it really worked for them. It, no, it, it it's the way they had to play if they were going to have a yeah. shot of winning. So credit to them. But Tampa, I don't think Tampa can't do what Washington did. No, you want to know what I really like this matchup. Tampa looked tired. Yeah, in the well, first. We'll talk, we'll talk about it more because we're going to get you know we got to get into some other stuff as well. Absolutely, but. Uh, yeah, hopefully we see Anthony DeClaire back in. Because um, to, to go far in the playoffs, you're going to need Anthony DeClaire to be close to what he was in the regular season. To me, he's actually – he's kind of like William Nylander in that, like, everything he does is offensive and he's not going. He's not really helping you. But, yeah. right, like, it's that kind of player. Like, he's so – when he's on his game, he's so good. And it, kind of player who does make mistakes, but as a coach, you have to accept that this guy's going to make – make mistakes in order to succeed like we saw Nylander fuck up a few times in that Tampa series but still rally back and be one of the most clutch players in that series yeah he stepped up for them like you said um other series uh around the league are there any series that surprised you which ones are your favorite ones uh that you watched from round one on my bracket challenge I got seven of eight so the, the only one I didn't get was St. Louis. And yeah, I am I mean, surprised about that because to me, it meant so much more for Minnesota because of the cap implications next season. They needed this. They needed it was like a sho- nice run. I was run. shocked by how bad Minnesota was in the playoffs. Yeah. Like, that like was, that's not them. 
we'll say this a lot, but credit where credit is due. St. Louis won the cup, what, like three seasons ago? Like they have a lot of like pl- returning players. Like it's, it's a good team. And once Jordan Bennington started playing hockey, it, it opened up for them. So credit where, but that's my only, that's my real upset. Also Pittsburgh down up three, one. Yeah. I don't think they're catching enough heat for blowing that three, one lead. And I yeah. know, like, all right, Crosby hurt, and like their goaltending was very injured throughout this series. But three ones, three one. I do hate Louis Domingue. So I like Louis Domingue. No as way. As a person, as a person. as a person, dude. As a goalie. spicy pork and broccoli was that what it was? Yeah. Like, how funny was that? That might be the soundbite of the playoffs. Well, yeah, he also he has a lot of like cooking uh, like videos on uh, Instagram and stuff. Yeah, I remember when he was in the bubble with Vancouver. He was like cooking pastries and stuff. Yeah, so like love Louis Domingue as a guy, not a great goalie, <laughs> right? And so like that, like the fact that they went up three one with Louis Domingue, mad credit to Pittsburgh, but then you blew it. So like, I was a little upset though because I know on the episode of the podcast where we're doing predictions, I said Rangers in seven in overtime, but I picked Philip Heedle to score the winner, and he did not. And Aaron was too obvious though. Yeah. Yeah, way too easy, too easy to pick. Uh, if Dallas had beat Calgary, that would have been a surprising one, and that would have been Jake Ottinger throwing the team on his back. What a boring series for the most part, eh? Other than the chirping, the fact that they went at each other helped a little bit for the it just It wasn't no hockey. Goals. It wasn't hockey. Yeah, no goal. Like, I, I and know. Ottinger did play very, very well in that series. Yeah, yeah, he played really well. And, I mean, all the game sevens too, like all the series, like a lot of the series other than the Colorado one were really, really close. Uh, and and that's that's I use that as an argument when people like complain about the current playoff format, and I'm like, well, we got five game sevens in the first round. Yeah, there's no chance. Like in my mind, there's no like idea of changing it. I would never have a play in tournament like the NBA does. No, that's garbage. No, but like. One of the best, like, first rounds we've had in quite some time. I, yeah, I really enjoyed uh, the first round this year. Um, the Toronto-Tampa series, which we got to talk about for a few reasons. One is obviously it was determining who the Panthers play next. Uh, other part was just, like, tough one because you kind of hate both teams. You kind of want them both to lose. Someone had to win. Yeah. Um I don't know. I've always like had a soft spot for the Leafs. You know, their well, fan base is just that's absolutely their fam- their fan base is just so chill. They deserve it, right? I saw one tweet from like a Leafs fan before game six, and it was something like everyone on this half, we have to be the most obnoxious people ever if we win game six tonight. Like, don't hold anything back. We've earned this. It's been like what 18 years, like no one hold anything back, and it's like, oh boy. They uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but they are already the most annoying fans. <laughs> like, how can you? I, talk what are you yourself? gonna do more? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like I don't understand how there was a level above that. Um, but I guess they were. That was their goal. Obviously, they didn't win. I, uh, I, I really thought they were. I had them. Like I was thinking they were gonna do it too by the end, but I, I picked Tampa in my bracket. I know that. But I did think this was Toronto's year to get out of the first round. I texted our friend of the podcast, Jared Shea, um, 
a while ago that they were going to win. And I really believe that, but I like, is I it, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's not even funny anymore. It's sad. It, it's uh, like, it's I'm almost, loving it. it is almost statistically impossible. Also side point. At what point do we bring up all of the editor and leaf articles that were roasting the Panthers before the season started? I feel like do we you, need a full episode on that. Do you think this oh, is yeah. the correct time to start? Well, it's, it out I again? think we got to do a full episode because there's like a few enemies of the Panther fan base out there. Like there's editor and leaf. Uh, there's that one Sabres writer who was like, "Oh, Sam Reinhardt's been brutal on the Panthers. Good thing we don't have him in Buffalo. Right? Well, it, Just an absolute disappointment." <laughs> I do remember in the article them saying that Mason Marchman is arguably the worst forward in the NHL. I was going to say, you know what the weirdest thing in the series was? I could not find Dennis Mulligan on the ice. Yeah. Also, uh, go back to Mason Marchman. Man, Marchman's he's been thing. shredding in Switzerland. I've reread, <laughs> I've, I've reread that Edder and Leaf article. I'm pretty certain he took out that part about Marchman. Because I remember reading that, and I remember going back in the article. I have a screenshot of it I was going to say, we might have I mean, screenshots. I think I've got screenshots. But, like, if you go back and look at that article, I'm pretty sure he took it out. But that's that's a, that's a, bold, like a good business decision yeah. to take that out. Because like, that was a definitely. brutal take from the beginning. Unreal. Um, to me, like, would, would you rather have face Tampa or Toronto in the next round? Tampa, without a doubt. Tampa. Tampa. Without right. a doubt. Because, like, Toronto is looking, like, as much as I don't like them, like, they were looking really good this year. I thought, like, oh, this is going to be the year they finally do it and they get out of the first round and they celebrate it like it's the cup. Right? Uh, honestly, to me, I thought if they won the first round, there were legitimate, like, like oh, like, the chances were they were going to make the cup final. I thought they it had, is- a, like, the – the big barrier would have been Florida. And then I think that whoever wins the Carolina Rangers series is not going to the cup. Especially yeah, it, the was, Rangers. it was cup final <laughs> or it was cup final at first round for, for uh, the Maple Yeah, And it's such yeah. a weird one too. Like, because in, in years past, like, I don't know, like guys haven't shown up for them, right? Like last year, the big guns didn't show up for them, right? Or goaltending's been bad or their defense wasn't good. No, I don't think anyone on the Leafs had a bad series. The worst maybe being Alex Kerfoot for a couple turnovers. But, like, Matthew showed up. Marner showed up. Nylander showed up. John Tavares showed up a little late. Um, like, Jack Campbell was fine. That's the oddest part. Like, I don't even want to give Vasilevsky that much credit because I don't think he was, well, like, that exceptional. No, he was just fine. Like, he was Here, good. Here's the thing. He's good with mattered. Because I was thinking Toronto was going to win this series. And Vasilevsky, for the most part, had looked – Fairly pedestrian, right? Not like yeah. Andre Vasilevsky, right? But then game six overtime, the Leafs were all over him in overtime, and Vasilevsky was just ridiculous in that overtime. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, well, it looks like Vasilevsky's found his game. Going into a game seven, I'm like, it's Tampa series. Uh, Vas- you can never bet against Vasilevsky no, in a game seven, as right? Soon as, as soon as I saw he was on at the end of game six in overtime, when it was all on the line, I was like, they're winning this series. Yeah. There was no doubt in my mind at the, after that point they were going to win it. Um, and I was – I don't know. And I know – what about the uh, the game seven, the John Tavares disallowed goal on the interference? Because I know some people are upset about that. But it is, hear me out, interference. I was going to say, you're going to get my – you're going to get my officiating perspective. And that's just like – like – Hall didn't even try and sell it like it was an accident. He literally was staring at, I can't remember who he interfered with. I think it was Sorelli. It was Sorelli. Yeah. Like he was staring at him the whole way and his intentions were clear. And the 
Like the referee was right in the corner. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I, I don't understand the argument. Julio sounds like, oh, they let it go. Like, I hate when fan bases complain. Like, and I know Panthers fans do it too. But like, they complain about the officiating as if it's biased against them. And it's like every fan base complains about the officiating. There's always a way you can like. It's always bad for you. Like, it's just bad. Exactly. Right. Like, it's never biased against you. Like, you can find missed calls both ways. Right. You're just gonna have to overcome that. You can't use it as an excuse. The teams that win don't. Yeah, I completely agree. Right, like, oh, you didn't like that goal with this slot? It was interference. Whether they've called it all series or not, or you, you find other examples, get a goal. No, like, and, and the thing with it, too, is, like, that interference very much directly influenced that goal. Like, Sorelli yeah. was on Tavares's tail. John Tavares doesn't get if, that shot. Yeah, if, no. Hall, if Hall's not there, Sorelli is not allowing Tavares to shoot that ball or shoot that puck. No, it, it just doesn't happen, right? Like, and that's just the way it is. And to, to be fair, like, I, I felt like most Leafs fans kind of got it. All the like, normal ones did. It was pretty black and white, you know? I think what made it worse was that, like, they caught, like they missed an obvious trip on Neolander, like, two minutes later to give him, like, a five-on-three. Yeah. Like, a little later. Yeah, but, that was a but, struggle, but... This, like, there's such a thing as a 5-4 penalty – and a 5-3 penalty. But the Lightning had the 5-3 penalty on the high stick. Right, and, and that was a terrible call. Yeah. Like, you should be allowed to review high stick like calls to see if they actually hit it. It's a very quick review. Mm. And that's, yeah. like, that's a hard one for a ref to catch, especially when players are like, because throwing you have, their heads back. You, you see the player's back, and you just see his head snap, and you just... You, you don't really have a choice but to assume. Well, that's one of the rules that is very much like refs feel an obligation to call it. Like there's some tripping where it's like, uh, like you can you get a little bit of like leeway, but as soon as you see the head snap, refs have to call that. Well, and I would also love to point out, um, I what was it, game six? The one penalty call where like it was very clearly a penalty and they didn't call it, and then the Leafs fans, you know, made some noise and the ref throws his arm up right after. Oh yeah, I remember that. It's like, all right, so calm down about the officiating. Yeah, and like, and like Tampa like, got how many, too many men penalties in that series? I don't know what they're on about how that happens. There's like but three yeah, they had some really bad changes. That's and like, bad. that's just three power plays. No, like, I, I, like Tampa, like, 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 I don't know. Like, Toronto is the better team in that series, no question, right? And at the end of the day, I will always say I'm glad Tampa win because I think it's the favorable matchup for the Panthers. Yeah, and that's what it's all about. And it's just fun to see the Battle of Florida. But, like, yeah. I, I love the argument from, like, Leafs fans. Is like, they're trying to find some optimism. Like, you know what? It's okay. We are the better team. And it's like, you were the better team versus Montreal and Columbus, too. At a certain yeah. point, it might not be your thing. Yeah, we should probably well, move on from the, from the Leafs. But the last thing I want to say is I think I texted you, Justin – about how they were making it sound like they lost to the 2023 Cup champions. They yeah. made it sound like Tampa Bay was this powerhouse. unstoppable yeah. powerhouse well, they, of a team. And they always come play like, fifth in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, and they're always like, oh, like, I hate this playoff format. Like, why do we have to play Tampa in round one? It's like, well, hey, Tampa was like, again, fifth. It's the and three it's versus also, the five. And if, if your goal is to win the Stanley Cup, which it is, you kind of have to go through the best teams. That's kind of just how it like, works. You're going to have to play them at one point or another. And you're going to have to beat them, and you didn't. And if they wanted to play the six, the six was Boston. Do you, yeah. like, Do they actually want Boston? 
after all that, like they would have easily bought beaten Boston though. No, one would think, I think. I think Boston one would think. Been, I think Boston. Yeah. Really. I think Boston would th- because like the Leafs didn't look rattled in this series. They just lost. Yeah. But I think against Boston. I think Boston would cause. I think Boston would cause them a loop. Yeah. I can tell you for a fact, Hamp- Hampus Lindholm doesn't get open ice hit like that if he's playing the Leafs. Well, no, because William Nealander probably just bounces off him or something. Right? Like, that's just. <laughs> There's reality. no way. We'll, that's that's way too too deep in the corner for William Nealander. That is true. <laughs> Perimeter player at its <laughs> finest. Um, but we'll leave it there on the Leafs slander because you know what? Like, we, yeah. we can always come back to it in later episodes. It's always a great you one. Got the whole offseason for them to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I'm, I'm not going to lie, the Boston Carolina series. I didn't even care. I, I, I was very indifferent. I, I thought Boston was going to give Carolina a run for their money just because of Freddie not being in net. What is the timeline on Anderson? By the way? Will he be back in the playoffs? I think so. Like that, that wasn't even like that wasn't a surprise to me. I'm glad they went seven. The surprise was that every home team wanted won the game in that series. Yeah, that was that was really surprising. Doesn't happen that often. Interesting, like interesting from that perspective. Probably not my yeah. favorite series. No. Um, but there were definitely some good ones. Um, but we got some more stuff to talk about, some future matchups. But before we do, a quick ad read from our good friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose, Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs with DraftKings same game parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Okay, boys. Round two, Stanley Cup playoffs. We got some fun matchups in this one. Really fun. Really fun ones. I'm going to start off. I want to talk about the matchup I think is probably – the most boring, realistically. Um, and we'll go with Colorado St. Louis. Does anybody do predictions or we'll do predictions? Sure. I mean, does anybody ex- five? I'm, I'm gonna give St. Louis a pity win at home. I'll, um, I'll Florida do Bennington, abs, 10 plus I'll, penalty minutes. I'll, I'll do, I'll do abs in six. Uh, just because I think that this is the first sign of adversity they meet in the playoffs because they could catch a really hot um, Jordan Bennington, who as, as well as Connor Ingram played for Nashville is like Bennington is better when he's hot than Ingram when he's hot, in my opinion. So I'll, I'll do abs and six, although I would love to see them sweep. All right. Well, as you guys know, last series, I took Predators and six. And why did I pick that? Because I thought Big Save Dave was going to be massive for the Preds. And he immediately sucked. <laughs> like, not five minutes into the series was that already a horrendous take. But I'm now going to double down. I'm going to take Blues in seven. And I'm going to tell you why. And it's Colton Perico. 
the kid from Alberta. He's six foot five, guys. <laughs> Nathan McKinnon's fast, but he's not fast enough to get around six foot five. Not a chance. I would love to revisit this topic at a later date. You got <laughs> Justin Falk, who is an older, slower, all round worse <laughs> Kale McCarr. You got Tori Krug, who can throw a hit every now and again. You got Robert Bertuzza, cross check machine. Up front, you got Jordan Cairo, who I think is going to be unbelievable for the Blues in this series. I'm going to go Blues in seven. Uh, should, I think it'll be a tight series, but realistically, like Colorado should win this. You just love chaos, don't you? <laughs> no, I'm just. You know, the day it. he's right, we're never going to hear the end of it. Exactly. He's going to hit Blues in seven. It's going to be a disaster. If you pick the obvious take and you're right, it's, there's, no, there's no reward in that. You just look like a bandwagon. But if I can now go back to this episode of the podcast in the future and clip me saying Blues in seven. Well, it's like when I said Bobrovsky's winning the Vesna, and that's going to become true this year. Pretty sure he wasn't a finalist, but doesn't matter. You know what? Right in underdog, rich strike esque story. Stop the count. <laughs> I agree. Uh, we will see what happens with Sergey Bobrovsky and the Vesna, but yeah, I'm going with Blues in that one. Um, but to me, least exciting series. Another one, also not that exciting, but with one fun storyline: Carolina versus New York Rangers. Tony D'Angelo going up against his former team. Tony making some noise in the first round with Brad Marchand there. Who you liking in this one? To be honest, like my ideal outcome for that series would be for Chris Kreider to knee the absolute fuck out of Tony D'Angelo and then for Carolina to win the series. Yeah. I don't even, I think like everyone would like that. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like I feel like he should just do it. Maybe the rest put the whistle away and. If he thought he had adversity against Boston, the Rangers is going to be really good. Yeah, like, that was probably one of the most exciting parts of that series was, like, Tony D'Angelo and Brad Marchand. Like, that's where the excitement came from. Uh, to They'll me, go to another level next series. Yeah. I, I would like to see New York win this series, but to me, it, it should be Carolina. They're the better team. That's what I have in my bracket. So oh, as you say this now. Alexi Lafreniere has yet to pop in his two seasons. He's he's just waiting. He's waiting on yeah. that third line. He had yeah. two points in that one game. Exactly. That was a little taste into what you're about to see in this next series. Yeah. What, in fairness, there is nothing I would like to see more than that happen. I I realistically, and my gut's telling me to go with the same direction you guys are saying, but I I actually I shouldn't even say my gut my brain is telling me to do that my gut is telling me to go with the rangers because igor shesterkin is going to shut the door and if he doesn't alexander georgia is going to fight tony d and then we're going to have ourselves a good series you'll love to see it i've I've got rain i'm going to go yeah if if it's going to be an upset if it's going to be on the back of shesterkin it's going to have to be seven games i'm going to go rangers in seven all right what are you going with noah I'm tempted by Jacob's proposition, but I don't think the Rangers deserve to make it. So I'll go Carolina in seven. Or yeah, Carolina in seven. All right. I'm going to go, like, I could see the Rangers winning this one. I was surprised they won the first round. And to me, like, they got some really nice pieces there in New York. But again, I don't love what they did with just getting a bunch of physical guys. Like, they got worse somehow, but then also kind of better with their coaching. 
but right. I don't right like it's weird like they made their roster worse but they played better as a team because of Igor and because of Jared Gallant young guys not popping I'm gonna go Hurricanes and five on this one because uh, I think Carolina just be all over them I like Carolina's decor a lot compared to New York's um, like I think the the depth of Carolina's roster I don't think uh, New York's defense can handle it um, but the, some firepower up front was advantage and Panarin. My one bold prediction for this one is I think we will see a Jacob Truba suspension. I don't even think it's that bold in the series. Did you, you guys see, think? Do, did you guys think it was dirty on Crosby? I mean, if you don't want to get hit by a train, get off the tracks. Am I right? <laughs> no, uh, good way to put it. I agree. I didn't. I. I I didn't think it was clean, but I didn't think it was supposed I think we've seen far worse in the playoffs. Like, like I think Kyle worse. Clifford. Kyle Clifford was worse. I think Zadorov was worse. I think uh, Brendan Smith yet the other day was worse. Like I don't think it's the it's not the cleanest hockey play I've ever seen in my life. Right. I will give you that. Right. But I I'm fine with it. Like it's hockey. It's gonna happen. Completely. You know it sucks because I feel like Crosby. You had a lot of head injuries, so you feel bad for him as a person. I think just with all the head injuries. But he was fine for game seven. So, but and and I think Jacob True, but I think he's going to go too far in this series at some point. And who will his victim be? Uh, let's say yes for fast. We got a former you think, you think we got a line brawl on our hands here at some point? Yes. Is this think, the right series for it, or do we? I think I, this, I, I think this one's going to be a bloody one for sure. See, we haven't even gotten to the two battles yet. And I, I still think this one's going to be the the more physical. Do we think we see Igor or Alexander Gorgiev coming off the bench to throw hands with Tony D'Angelo? He hundred one more would. time. He would. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure DraftKings has that line. Oh, it's they've got it. Yeah, but it's got free money. You no. can in-game parlay it with something. <laughs> parlay. <laughs> well, I'll be unreal. Uh, but all right, on to the battles. Last two series: Battle of Alberta. Um, oh, I'll be going. I can't wait for this one. I will. I will try and get tickets. Um, don't think I can afford to buy tickets. But no, we definitely can. Well, you, guys, you, guys are today. Ed, you guys are in Edmonton, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you just go stand outside the arena in like the ice district there? Oh, we could. They play Sunday night. I don't know. I'm not. Ripping I, up I didn't Edmonton make the schedule. The... If they play Sunday night, then maybe for Noah, but. We got like a ton of Oilers jerseys here too. You could bring with you, Jacob. I very much could. But who said we're cheering for the Oilers? If you're going to be in Edmonton and Ice District, you're going to want to. You're not coming home. I don't think. Ah, fair enough. Yeah, Edmonton. That's 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 a working class town right there. You're you're going to want to get on their good side. Um, what do you think about this series? I think. I'm really hoping it doesn't underwhelm in terms of hype because I love the Battle of Alberta. I like the kind of the fiery side of it. Um, I'm hoping it's physical, but at the end of the day, like these are two teams that are unique in talent. I think Calgary's the better team, but Edmonton has just like McDavid and Drysaddle at any point can just take over a series, and McDavid has been unbelievable already. But Drysaddle ankle sprain. Yeah, how, how long is he out for? No, he's in. He's in. He's still come on. It's oh, amazing. I remember they were saying he, didn't he, lose said, the he says I'm fine. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, but, he, yeah. he doesn't look remotely fine, but like no, but even like dry title at 70% is better than a lot of guys out there. Oh yeah, yeah. Like at the end of the day, like, I, I hope 
for the Oilers' sake and for your sake, Justin, I'm hoping that McDavid can continue to produce, but he can also get some support from some depth. And that's that's the big thing. And also Mike Smith needs to be average, at least. He was good likely. in that LA series. He was quite good, but I'm Minus always game one. But, but I'm always but nervous about Mike Smith. How can the body hold up at 40? Yeah, I'm always nervous about Mike Smith. Um, so he could he could post a 960 save percentage, and I will never be confident he's going to make a save because he right. just no. he doesn't, He's the opposite Carey Price. So like when people say Carey Price, you know, he just looks like he's going to make the save. Mike Smith never no. looks like that. Mike Smith he does have like, he does have low key vibes that he's just like right now entering his prime though. Like you can't deny that. That is true. Hey, is Mike is Mike Smith on a one last like a, a last? Oh no, dance? he's got like, another year left. No, but he's he's, he's going to have a last dance esque finish to his Oilers career this year and next year, just go off for ridiculous postseason numbers. He absolutely could. Well, it's like, I don't know. I'm off the top of my head. Like this is a tough series for me. I want to say it's going deep again. I think we're going to be somewhat disappointed. I'm going to say Oilers in six, but I'm not too, I'm not too caught that Calgary, watching Calgary play last series just made me, it makes me nervous that this series is going to be way more boring than it, like. I was the thing is, I'm a little nervous. Like the, the Battle of Alberta a couple years ago was unreal. They had some heated games, right? Yeah. But since then, the Flames have hired Daryl Sutter. And he, he just kills the vibe. Sucks the life. Although, like, they did have a really high scoring game this year between the two. That was just yeah. like, no one can make a save. Um, and I think a lot of the players that are in this series, they've been there for a while, and there is a lot of bad blood between some of those guys. So. I think all it takes is like one questionable hit and this series is going off. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Like that's all it takes. And it's like, you know, who throws the first stone? It's probably Michael it. Stone. <laughs> uh, I'm a, I, I, it's probably like Kachuk realistically. But it, I think I, I'm hoping this one doesn't underwhelm. Um, it, it's really tough because Calgary's got way better depth. I like their defense better, I like their goaltending better. But I always find it hard to bet against McDavid because he's just that good. 14 points already. Yeah. I think Oilers like, in seven for me. I'm going to go Oilers in six just because I think if this one went to seven, I think the province might tear itself apart. Like, yeah, we might. Saw, there was a funny tweet by the Red Deer Rebels, actually. Oh, yeah. Because they're caught it? in the middle, right? Yeah, dead so. Oh. Not, not an easy look. No, it's a tough one for them. Uh, but yeah, I'll go Oilers in six, but I, if, I wouldn't be surprised about either team winning this one. Um, and I think if we're going to win this series, you kind of just got to hope you don't get too banged up that you can't play the next series. Like they might just like beat each other to a pulp and then and the next team gets swept by the St. Louis blues. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but all right, last one, battle of Florida. We saw it last year in the first round, uh, what a series it was. Two teams. They don't like each other. Very good hockey teams. Uh, what do you think is going to happen in this one? I I think we've got ourselves a very entertaining series here. I'm and Mind you, the Lightning got banged up last series. That I think the Panthers... Panthers yeah, great. I think the Panthers had a tough one, although that extra game, that extra day off will be nice for them. Like, that's a... That's everything. I think Pandas have a good chance to blow out the Lightning early. Like I think Game One, Pandas should win that one. Um, 
that being said, like, I could see it going the distance. Vazzy's still going to play. Vazzy heating up towards the end of the Leaf series makes me uh, nervous. That's, that's the one yeah. thing that makes me nervous about this one is yeah. him getting hot at the end of that series. Mm. But, like, Bob was good overall against the Caps. Probably their second good. best player. Yeah, I think he was good. I think if you get your, your top guys firing, you can solidify. Like, Gustav Forsen was playing huge minutes by the end of that. Huge cap series like that. Like you need your big defenseman carrying a bit at the back there. Like if they just keep doing what they're doing, I don't. I think it's important that people don't expect for Hagee to keep up this pace. I think he will sl- like slide back to a normal progression. I like he was unbelievable. I think it's but time. It's his like, team, team. They let him go. I think he's he gonna have revenge. a bit. Yeah. Oh no, I think he'll he'll do well. But I think I. With this, the depth on this team, it could be anyone stepping up. Like we could see Mason Marchment toss up another twelve and six this year in this uh, series. But like any of those guys, I'm gonna go Panthers in seven. It's going the distance. Panthers winning at home. Nice right. fiery game. What are you thinking in this one, Noah? Completely agree with you guys. The Vasilevsky is the juggernaut for Tampa Bay. That that he is solely responsible, and I know it's a lot of pressure, but he is solely responsible for them, whether, whether or not they win this series, in my opinion. Yeah. And I don't think it's going to happen. I see Panthers in six. I think yeah. the Tampa Bay is too tired. Yeah. I think we I, see them break the streak and they lose two in a row. I really don't understand how much credit people are like giving Tampa right now. Like I'll be like from that first round, like I really didn't think they looked that good. Like, I mean, no. like, wow, they're such a sick team. And it's like, I really, no, I, the- they, I agree. They look tired. And that's why I like the matchup so much. And that's why I'm so critical of when the freaking Toronto fans say they lost to like this powerhouse of a team. It's like, nah, like if you watch that series, Tampa wasn't good. I think, I I think it'd be a little bit of a reality check if the Panthers really ran the lightning in this series for Leafs fans. Like, I don't think that lightning team. No, like I'm seeing, like I'm seeing people, I think giving way too much credit to Tampa Bay. It's like Tampa Bay was like fine, but like, they should have lost that series. At the end of the day, the Lightning were second best in that series. Yeah, like I didn't think they were that good in that series. I also didn't think Florida was particularly good in their series, but they got better towards the end of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I would have a hard time picking anyone other than the Panthers in this one because I just I don't I don't see this Tampa team is the same Tampa Bay team that went back to back with their Stanley Cups, right? Like they looked right. out of gas. Right. Uh, there's, there's one dude on their team. It's real good. They call him Mr. Game 7. Nick Paul? Nick Paul. I've loved his game in Tampa Bay. I think he was a great trade deadline acquisition for them. You loved him in Tampa Bay. He was incredible. He's uh, been I, incredible always, including his tenure in the Ottawa Senators. Didn't, yeah. didn't the Senators have like 14 Pauls? Or is that huh? a different name? They had Paul McLean. No. That's the only one I'm thinking of. I'm trying to remember. I thought they had like two or three guys with the same last name. They're Brown. Brown, yeah. yeah I'm getting confused Brown. with Logan Brown. Logan Brown. Josh Brown. Connor Brown. Josh Brown. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, yeah. No, like, I, I don't want to sound cocky on this series, but I'm I'm really liking the Panthers in this one. Um, tough schedule. I hate the schedule. They made That's it. stupid. Like, it's Lines like the heat. I know. And, like, we're obviously, like, we're not really Heat fans, any of us just being where we're from. But, like, I if, if I was in there in Florida, like, I'd be so pissed about this, right? Like, the back-to-back, no other series has a back-to-back. You have one in one of those games, an afternoon game, 
which are always tricky and hard to predict. Is this uh, the first round or this? Are they going into the second? This, is, the, the this is a conference final. Yeah, like that's a yeah. big deal. Also, uh, for all the Miami Heat fans listening, shout out to uh, Kyle Lowry, the OG from Toronto. Hope you're treating him well down there. <laughs> well, I'm sure they all they all greatly appreciate. <laughs> and his <show>. absolutely <laughs> massive behind. Yeah, absolutely huge. What a player. Um, but yeah, I'm going. I'm thinking I'm going Panthers in six in this one. I think Anthony Declair is going to really bounce back in this series. Uh, I think Tampa Bay. The power play's got to get going for the Panthers, though. Holy yeah, shit! That's My the big one. Score a power play. Game. You beat you beat Washington without getting one. For the life of you, could you score one? It and I, cannot I, be that hard. I I also believe it wouldn't hurt if the PK got a little better as well. I thought they gave Washington so many good chances on the power play. Yeah, like just special teams in general. I think for Florida need to meet like because I think there's going to be a lot of power plays in the series. Yeah, and a lot yeah. of penalty. You got special teams got to be better. Special teams and Vasilevsky, I think, are the only areas you're going to lose the series. If you keep it cleanish, keep it five on five, and you know just play with speed. Like I, Tampa's tired. They can't keep up if you play the speed game, and I don't think they can shut you down. Like. The only guy who can shut you down is Vasilevsky. I don't think they can play a trap game like Washington. That's not their identity. Right. So I really like this matchup for the Panthers, taking them in six, and I'm feeling pretty confident in that. Me too. Almost as confident as I am as Blues in seven. It's a tie. Um, <laughs> but we will see. Series gets started on Wednesday, obviously. Uh, so looking forward to that. Uh, But thank you so much to everyone tuning in, listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, Appreciate it as always. And we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. We'll see you all then. Bye.